0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Hollywood Podcast, covering the latest in film, TV, streaming, and social media. I'm your host, Max Geshwind. Stay tuned for today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. And I am so grateful for um, the guests that we have on the show today. We have Gerald Isaac waters who is an actor and model um, who began his career in acting first on the stage at the LACC theater academy while working as a theater actor he's also appeared in roles for the noho theater and the fringe festival he's also modeled in campaigns with target Zappos, Bank of America, and participated in the New York Fashion Week. In 2018, he made his television debut with a guest spot in the TBS comedy Angie Tribeca, starring Rashida Jones and created by Steve and Nancy Carell. And um, now he portrays the character of Chad Fox on Netflix's new film, All Together Now, based on Matthew Quick's book, Sort of Like a Rockstar, um, which premiered this past week in this film. um, He is um, acting with a great bunch of talented um, fellow actors such as Carol Burnett, Justina Machado, um, Fred Armisen, and the lead um, Auli'i Cravalho, who you may know as the... um, voice actress from Moana, who plays Moana. Um, Next, Gerald will head to Seattle in 2021 to take the stage in the theatrical production of The Cost of Living. Gerald is a Tennessee native who now resides here in LA. Gerald, thanks so much for coming on the show today. I really appreciate it.
1: Awesome, man. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super pumped.
0: Yeah, well, before we get into all your work, and you know, you're still, you know, young in your career, obviously, but you've obviously done so much in this short amount of time, I do want to just check in and see how quarantine life has been for you these past few months, um, both on a personal and professional level. Are you still here in LA? Are you with family? And how has work sort of been effective through all this?
1: Yes. So um, quarantine has been, I feel like a journey for all of us, you know? Yeah. And um, so yes, I'm still stationed here in Los Angeles in the Valley. So it's starting to get hot. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I've kind of really tried to bide my time with you. I've been really using Zoom and FaceTime a lot to really, um, <clears throat> excuse me, to talk to my parents and my sister um during quarantine my sister just had her second um child so i got yeah so i got to virtually meet him i Mm -hmm. guess and so um so yeah so i've just been like using the time to really reach out and just really connect to my family because i try to fly home as much as i can back to tennessee Mm -hmm. and so not being able to do that during you know these crazy times that we're living in is kind of, you know, been kind of hard on me. So I've, I've been able to, you know, thankfully utilize Zoom and F- FaceTime and Snapchat and stuff. So that's, that's kind of been good. And creatively, I actually was able to do an immersive theater project um, with um, this really cool group. And it's, it kind of really. It took us about three to four weeks to film, or not film, excuse me, but mm-hmm. to really come across and really get it together. And it was uh, it was really interesting because it was all via um, via Zoom, and then there were some Snapchat elements, and then we were emailing and text um, back and forth, which was really really fun. So. It was actually through um, David Bausman, the, um, the mm-hmm. creator of Saw, the Saw movie. Okay. Yeah, so it was a, it was like a horror thriller type thing. So that was kind of cool to, to really get my hands creatively, you know, busy during this time.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I, so, yeah, go ahead.
1: Oh, yeah. I was just saying, so other than that, just, you know, trying to, to really see what I could do creatively to stay, you know, busy. And then if it's not that, it's definitely Hulu.
0: Yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Yes, Hulu or Netflix, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, Hulu, Netflix, all of them. Vimeo, give it, you know, give it to me. Yeah,
0: um, that, that well, that's really cool that you took on one of those um, really innovative projects. That because I feel like we've been seeing quite a few of them over the past five six months. People have really gone creative and haven't let this pandemic. Um, be a barrier towards them and expressing, you know, their creative outlet. So that's really cool that you were able to take on one of those projects that we've been seeing a lot of over the past few months. Is it something that should be released soon? Has it already been released?
1: Um, yes, so um, Darren Bausman, he, um, he has done this type of immersive experience before, and our platform was on Reddit. So it's actually on Reddit right now, um, it's called iConfidant and you can just go on and read through all the stories. I feel like if I'm not mistaken, there were 30 actors that performed in it. And then I think we had like 120 participants. Okay. So if you go, yeah, if you go on the Reddit page and you can see all like the, um, the subreddits and you can just really get to read those stories and, and really like dive into that whole immersive experience, which was, I'm telling you, I it was the first time I've ever done it. So it was really, really, really cool.
0: Right. So how how is that? How does that differ then from obviously you know being with your fellow actors in person? It was did you did that prove to be a, an added challenge for you as an actor?
1: It very much was just because you know we all are here. We are in quarantine and and you know in solitude, and then you're having to really bring a character to life. The email and zoom and stuff so it was very challenging but also it was a lot of fun just because to step outside of your box creatively and take on new challenges like that i it was something i don't think i would have sought out but i'm very glad that i was a part of mm-hmm. because it gave me that you know extra you know extra little leeway into like learning into doing something new
0: mm-hmm that's awesome. Well, that's great that you've been, you know keeping busy over these past few months. You participate in that project. you're being an uncle over Zoom to your new <laughs> yeah, you know, right. niece is it niece or nephew? Uh, nephew, nephew. So that's great that you're still able to be virtually um, busy over Zoom or what have you. Um so we'll get into all together now and just your career leading up to that in a bit. But first, I want to just start at the beginning. Where are you? I know you're originally from Tennessee um, during your upbringing, was there that one early experience you had or memory you had that really made you discover that acting was what you wanted to pursue?
1: Absolutely. So, my <laughs> my mom directed our church Christmas play when I was 12. Oh, okay. And yeah, and so um, we did the production of The Christmas Shoes, which Hallmark later turned into a movie. It's a really good, feel-good family movie. Grab a box of tissues. It's great. <laughs> but um, and and in, in the show, the main character's um, son is 12 years old. And in the middle of this, you know, this play, he comes out and he has this power ballot that it's just like very, it's like his shining moment. And I remember opening night, the curtains closed, and I just like, I have to do this the rest of my life. Mm-hmm, <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was such a thrill to be on stage, you know, even, you know, in a small venue, just like, I don't know, just like feeding off people's, energy and just having everyone so captivated in a moment in time for an hour, an hour and a half to me it was just that experience just blew my mind and I was like, how do I make this possible?
0: Mm mm-hmm. Yes. So so when you were in high school, I assume you were still in Tennessee in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, did mm-hmm. you were you the one that what were the lead in the all the plays, all the musicals at your school?
1: Unfortunately, my school didn't really have a very big um, theater department at all, really. Mm-hmm. And so I was very, I found myself um, being active in other ways. I did, um, I did show choir my senior year, and then I was active in a bunch of clubs that I could, you know, anything I could get my hands on to really be active that way. And then my senior year, I did um, community theater. Mm -hmm. So, um, there was a, excuse me, there was a girl that I was, you know, hanging out with in, in show choir and she was very into the theatrical world. And so she was doing any and every play that she could in, you know, various counties. And so she was like, Gerald, she was like, I think you would do really, really well in this. And it's an ensemble piece. So just, just come and be in the ensemble. I really think it would be something that, you know, could possibly change your life. I was like, all right, cool, let's do it. So I auditioned to be. In the ensemble, and I had one line, and I'll tell you that I delivered that one line <laughs> as if as if I was, you know, working for that Tony. It was right. It was it was great. So yeah, so that was a very, um, that, and that started opening up a lot of conversations of, okay, like, do I pursue this in college? Do I go away to college to pursue, you know you know, uh, theater, acting, what does that whole, you know, realm look like? So that started opening up a lot of conversations that way.
0: Right. So you graduated high school. This was 2010. 10. 10? Okay. So you graduated in 2010 and then you caught that acting bug right mm-hmm. beforehand when you, you know, participated in community theater, but even before that with, you know, the, um, the production that your mom directed so did that when you caught the acting bug there in tennessee is that what propelled your move to la immediately after graduating high school or are you still in tennessee after high school
1: i was still in tennessee um after high school i i went to a um i went to a college outside of um outside of my town and i i did that for a year and a half and then i heard actually i was listening to the radio one day and then i heard of an acting convention in Atlanta mm-hmm. and it was kind of, um, it's called pro scout, I believe. And so it's kind of, you get some headshots, you get a scene and you go up in front of all these people um, who are, are in the industry, you know, if not Atlanta, they flew in a couple people from New York and Los mm-hmm. Angeles. And um, yeah, so you go and, and there's like seminars and uh, uh, and there's like, um, like little um, classes that you could take during that weekend. So I begged and begged and begged my mom to take me. Mm -hmm. And so we loaded up and we went to Atlanta and, you know, I, I did my thing. And, um, there was a scholarship program. I I believe they only picked a handful of people I didn't get chosen. And so I was kind of bummed out. And so there was a guy from Los Angeles, he was an acting coach and he did a seminar and my mom and I went and then afterwards. He stayed and was like, I'll answer as many questions as I can. Just form a line and, and we'll do it. Mm-hmm. So mom and I were in the back of the line. I'm all excited. I'm like, what am I going to ask him? What you know? What advice? Like, how, how am I going to make this thing work? And so we get up, you know, we're last people in line. We get up to him and we started talking and he just is so enthralled with me. He's just, he. I, I, I don't know. You could see something in his head ticking. And he was like, because he also was from Tennessee as well. His name is Mm -hmm. Chambers Stevens. He's a very um, predominant acting coach out here for children and and young teens. And he was like, Gerald, he was like, I'll tell you what. He was like, I have a boot camp in the summer for actors to come out to Los Angeles to work in my studio. We do one-on-one. It's a week and we do scenes and we just, you know, really just, it gets you a chance to get out to Los Angeles, see if it's the right fit for you. And so I did. So, again, begged my mom. I was like, please, let's just go to Los Angeles, you know. And right. so so we got a hotel. We got a flight. We came out here. We did for a week. And then I immediately remember walking into the studio and was like, I have to do whatever it takes to be out here. It just felt mm-hmm. like home. Right. As far as away as it was, it just felt like, I don't know, there was just a sense of peace and calm that kind of, I was like, all right. And also a thrill. And I was like, big city, here we go
0: so yeah they got
1: me out here and he told me about los angeles city college had a theatrical program and he was like i think you need an audition he was like i think i think you need to be out here and it's a really good program so i think you need to do it and i did and i moved
0: (laughs) yeah so that you know visit where you know you initially just went with your mom you went you know you stayed at a hotel that Mm -hmm. uh, you you never really went back to tennessee that you know you you coming thinking it was just a visit fast mm-hmm. forward now almost 10 years and you're still here having never here we you know, are <laughs> went, went back to Tennessee to live that, right that's really awesome so um you know you mentioned how chamber was the one that sort of um put you in the direction of the LACC theater academy so how how was that experience like um and how is it different I guess from the the I I guess few theater opportunities you had when you were in Tennessee.
1: It was on a whole nother level. Right. <laughs> I c- yeah, it, I could imagine. It was on
0: a whole nother level. It's very um
1: it's very eye-opening to yeah. to really like step into that theatrical world of, you know, of theater and, and live stage productions. And I'm I'm telling you what, it it was it was an experience that I'll take I'll take with me for a very long time. The people that I met, the group of, you know, friends that I've met, I'm still in contact with some today. Um it w- it was just all about, you know, starting at starting at at the bottom, really, and just working your way into every facet of what theater is. You know, we did, um, I did a workshop class where I was working on sets and painting sets and moving sets on and off. And I did a sewing class where we were helping make the costumes for the production. And then in between that, you are going to classes. Learning the history of you know what theater really is, and just like diving into that whole world, and it was personally for me it was very overwhelming
0: because
1: mm-hmm. it was like jump in sink or swim here you go right and so it was very eye opening and 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 just it just kind of really makes you respect the whole theater realm so much more because there's so much that goes into it other than you know, the actors, of course, going on stage and delivering great performances, but you've got lighting crew, you've got sound crew. It's just the whole, it was nice to be able to see and experience that from behind the scenes and just really understand and respect what all goes into, you know, a quote unquote play, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um and, and, you know, even though it's you know LACC and it's still just like this community college campus mm-hmm. I, I bet you know it it must have felt like it was such on such a more grander scale oh, an epic sure. scale with having all these different departments be behind mm-hmm. the productions that the, the theater academy would put out compared to you know the community theater you had in Tennessee so even though it was just this college campus with young people behind it it definitely I mean it was in the ether just the seriousness that people oh had. for sure um, about it. So, um, well, that's awesome. So, how long were you at LACC taking classes, doing these productions?
1: I did. I did a year and a half. Um, there were some financial issues that came up, and, and so I, I unfortunately had to bow out a little early. And then and then that, you know, kind of looking back, you you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I had to bow out, and I started um, working a serving job. And then through my acting coach, Chambers, who got me out here, he also opened a few doors for me to start working on background on a Disney Channel show. Okay. Yeah. So I started working background on that and was immediately obsessed. Mm-hmm. Just being on the set and seeing the crew and the cameras and, and just this whole life being brought in on this little warehouse room right you know to see all the little worker bees making it to and then finally being able to be a part of a production like that it was it was outstanding so i did that for i think i was on the show for two seasons just working background and just really i kept getting like a little bit bigger part and kept getting like a little bit better you know a little more a little more face time on tv you know and it kept like growing and growing and growing
0: that's awesome
1: yeah and it was it was a lot of fun just to you know because then, you know, they start bringing it back regulars and you start to form that whole
0: mm-hmm.
1: circle of friends. And it was just it was
0: just awesome. It was. And what show was it on Disney Channel?
1: It was Liv and Maddie. It was, oh, OK. Uh, yeah. So Dove Cameron played Liv and Maddie. And so to see her really step into that role of playing both twins was also just really very fun to see again back you know, behind scenes.
0: Mm hmm. So it was the- a lot of Fun yeah, so these you know couple seasons that you did of background work followed your time at laCC, but you also did modeling somewhere in be- in between all this or during all this where did <laughs> somewhere where, did modeling, in there. <laughs> where where did modeling fit into all this where you know you did b of a and Zappos and you know target
1: so that that whole realm modeling kind of came after my accident really okay. is, is, it's when i um I had my accident out here mm-hmm. in, um, in July of 2015, and then I had to move back home to be under the care with, of my parents for a couple right. of years, and then fought my way back out here, and mm-hmm. that's when I, I was on background again doing a show, and this other actress was in a wheelchair as well, and so we just got to talking, and she was like, are you represented? By an agency and i was like no i was like i'm just really excited to be back on set you know haven't haven't even crossed that bridge yet so she introduced me to my agent now gail who um, represents actors and actresses with you know disabilities on all spectrums and scales and so that's when all of that um work came from you know, working with Sappos adaptive and Mm -hmm. target adaptive. That's, you know, those two came from, from Gail representing, you know, and really just really powering the way through for inclusion for people with disabilities, able, you know, able to not. So that's where that whole realm came, came full circle for that.
0: Yeah, that, that's amazing, and and you know that's amazing too that that even opens that opens my eyes up to the fact that you have you know representation out there that really mm-hmm. focuses on specific um, communities that need you know Absolutely. more representation. So it's amazing that we have you know Gales out there in the world that right. seek to and I'm telling you, you know, she
1: is a trailblazer. That's she awesome. fights
0: That's she awesome. Bites. That's great. So you hadn't had representation until you. Um, until you came back to LA after your accident, you were cont- you resumed the background work on Live in Maddie, and that's when you found out about Gale, and when you landed your first, I guess, agent.
1: Um, I so right. I, it was a different show. I, I was no longer doing the Disney show. I think. Oh, okay. If I'm not mistaken, I know I could be wrong. Um, I think Live and Maddie had already ended, and so I was on. Um, oh gosh, that mini driver show. Oh gosh, it'll come to me in the middle of, okay. <laughs> in the middle of us talking. No I'll be like, Hey, it's speechless. I, I,
0: I, I think speechless. Okay.
1: Yes. Speechless. So I was okay. working, um, I was working on that as a, um, as a background actor. Mm-hmm. Um, cause they, they had, a, a a wheel call for a bunch of, um, you know, actors, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: in wheelchairs and, you know, power chairs and crutches, what have you, amputees and stuff. So we were doing this big scene at a summer camp and that's where I met, you know, the actress that told me about Gail, um, from that
0: mm-hmm. yeah so um and, and it was through gail where you started you know take getting those um modeling work Correct. opportunities with you know b of a and zappos um so how were those experiences like because it was the first time that you really took on modeling opportunities it's so scary yeah <laughs> to be oh. to, to just to hear the word i
1: don't know when you hear the word model you don't yeah really, it's, a, it's a very intimidating word for me right. personally you know you're like ah, like I don't know if I consider myself a model I still get really okay. weird when people say it I'm like oh no 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 you know yeah. so it's um it's very I think you think
0: of one specific thing when exactly a model but you're like no it's not that type of model. <laughs> yeah you, you get
1: to yeah it's not you know it's not that type of modeling but um it was it was a lot of fun I also to to be able to to walk into the room and just be opened with welcome arms and people just willing and and to do whatever you needed to make, to make it go smooth from, you know, fittings to costumes to helping me get up on set and back to the trailer. So it was, it was a very, again, it was very eye opening just to kind of see how everything really works and really flows very well. And um, I, it was a great experience. I had, I literally don't have one negative thing to say about any of the experiences that I did, you know, working with, you know, Zappos and Target and, and, and uh, runway of dreams and stuff. So it was, it was great. It's, it's also kind of scary, not scary, but it's kind of like, wow, all of that really did happen. (laughs) right? When you start reflecting, you're like, wow, like, I've been able, you know, blessed enough to walk through a lot of doors and, and, and really to have these experiences has been truly awesome.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And speaking of, you know, expanding your experiences, I know that besides the theater work you did at LACC, you also branched out into other platforms of theater like the noho theater and the fringe festival yes, as i fringe previously festival. mentioned mm-hmm. so how did those opportunities sort of come about and where do you get guess i fit the where do you fit those in the time frame like was that while you were modeling while you were doing background work was this beforehand
1: yeah so the fringe festival it all kind of like very kind of coincides it all kind of like I, I feel like i was doing the fringe festival first uh through Chambers which was, mm-hmm. it was a, a variety kid's show. And so I got to play a bunch of characters, which was a lot, a lot of fun. Nice. And, and then I feel like, you know, you wait a few, you know, you do a few more opportunities and then, you know, Zappos landed and then that opened some more doors. And so I feel like it was very, everything was kind of very in, entangled. I was doing right. a lot. I was trying to do a lot. Um, just, I, and that has carried on to me right now. I just, I, I'm a person who really enjoys working. Mm -hmm. i i i'm my best self when i'm busy and and i'm really in there getting to express myself creatively and just really take my hands in and just really work i love to work so Mm -hmm. i yeah i try to stay as busy as possible as -hmm. i can
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah definitely um so i wanna you know after doing a lot of this theater work you eventually did make the shift to tv with the background work on disney but I would say that your really first major on screen role was as Todd in an episode of Angie Tribeca about yes. a year and a half, two years ago. So at that point that you landed that role, um, you know, you already had representation through Gail. So I assume mm-hmm. that she was instrumental in, you know, very much bringing you that opportunity. Um, so tell me a little bit about how that opportunity came about for you and what the audition process like was like for Todd. Yeah.
1: I, I, re- I remember it specifically because Gail's like, all right, you got your first big, you know, network audition. Right. Here, here are the sides. And, and they gave you like two pieces of paper, you know, like they give you a side in the middle of a scene. And so she's like, you got it. It's fine. Just do, do what you think Todd would, you know, bring what you think is Todd. And I was like, all right. So it's a singing episode.
0: Mm. So in
1: my audition, I – the Disney show. So it was Mm -hmm. like years later, here we are, here we are again, working on a show together. And so we, we got to have a little catch up moment, which was really sweet. Um, And so that was really cool to see her and kind of work with her again. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was just, I don't know, it was just really cool again, just to see, just to see individuals show up to work and be really passionate about it and, and produce good work. I think to me was, was the coolest part, just to kind of sit back. I'm an observer, so mm-hmm. I love to watch people in their element and and see how they move and and what they're looking at and how and how they really look at a problem and and kind of switch it and make it work. So I was doing that more than half of the time. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: And so just like I, observing,
0: yeah. And, and through those, through you know those that observing while you were on set, you know this, like I said, it was your first like real like professional on screen role where you actually, you know, had lines. Mm-hmm. Was there anything through that observing that really informed you on acting and just being on set?
1: Yeah, there's it's definitely a lot more hard work than you think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you th- you think, oh, they just show up and they deliver some lines mm-hmm. and then they're done. No, there's there's a whole there is a whole week process mm-hmm. just to be able to shoot you know half of a scene for one episode so just being just be able to see wow like this is this is some nit and gritty hard work and so that i think too kind of opened my eyes to be like all right so this is real these are tangible things that you that you can achieve and but it's going to take some work and really passion to drive behind all that to make it really work and -hmm. another thing was was really um cool i actually got to do my first choreo number in a wheelchair mm. and it's this huge you know theatrical number at the end of the episode it's this huge dance break i had no idea what i was getting myself into mm-hmm. and so that was another element of of kind of just like rolling with the punches
0: pun yeah I, yeah no definitely <laughs> that's awesome um so now now we'll switch gears to um, All Together Now, which is obviously your big, really, I think, years from now, we'll, we'd look at this as your breakout role when we look at your career. Um, but in a second before we you know touch on that, was there anything that you were working on in between these two projects after um, Angie tried back up but before you landed All Together Now? Was there any anything you were doing in the meantime or was it pretty much a seamless transition? What were the experiences like working with steve corral or rashida jones while you were shooting um was there anything specifically you learned about the industry from them during really this was your first professional acting role and if there wasn't anything directly you learned what was it just like watching them operate on set first work of all with them
1: it was so magical yeah, so magical because Rashida not only was she in front of the camera, she was also behind the camera as well. Okay, so she would do her takes and then run over, to, you know, to the director's chair and look. And so just to see someone so passionate about what she does and just being able to wear multiple hats at the same time and then pull off a hilarious comedy show to me was like wow. This woman is unstoppable. She could do anything, mm-hmm. you know, and just and, and produce good work. And then everyone on set was just so happy to be there. So it was it was a lot of fun. And so coincidentally, I I ran into Dove at rehearsal because she's a part of the episode as well. Oh, okay. And that was the first time that we had met outside of I got to do Fashion Week, which is right. Still to this day, a weird sentence to come out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. So how
0: did that come about? Fashion week um, for you.
1: Yeah. So they, um, again, it came, you know, it came through Gale Runway of dreams is an organization that really works with, you know, um, designers adapt, doing adaptive lines for, you know, people with all, all types of disabilities mm-hmm. to really include them in the fashion industry and the fashion world. So I sent them some headshots and a quick little bio and, and told them how much I love this project and how much I really wanted whatever I could do to um, to be a part of it. So they were doing one in Vegas, is the one that I applied for, but they, unfortunately I didn't, get, I didn't get picked for Vegas and they were like, oh, like we already have our slots filled. However, there's an event in September that we would really love for you to be a part of. And I was like, absolutely, just let me know, you have my contact, boom. Unbeknownst to me what it actually was, so August rolls around and I get a phone call from Mindy, who is the, the founder of Runway of Dreams. Mm. And she was like, we would like to invite you to, you know, participate in Runway of Dreams in September. We're doing another fashion show. I was like, absolutely. Just let me know. She was like, yeah, um, we're opening Fashion Week in New York. And my, I'm pretty sure I dropped the phone.
0: Right. <laughs> I was like, uh,
1: okay. Yeah. So I went, I went home to Tennessee after um, Fashion Week. And that's when I got the call that it's booked. I need to be back in LA to do a table read to meet the Mm -hmm. cast. It's actually happening because then they're they're flying us out in October to Portland to start filming. And so it all. Oh, so you
0: you you had already gotten the role? Yes. Yeah. Before Fashion Week.
1: Before Fashion Week. Got it. It wasn't it wasn't confirmed. They were still, you know, figuring out some details and stuff like that and um i had already done the audition and got the call back and so i was still waiting and so i got the call that hey you booked it it's done let's get you out here meet the cast director table read the whole shebang so Mm -hmm. it was it was that kind of all happened very very quickly
0: so yeah so let's get into it now all together now which is the big reason why i wanted to talk to you um it is a netflix original film and the director's Brett Haley, who did, who's done so many great mm-hmm. films leading up to this one. I'm thinking great. of "I'll See You in My Dreams," mm-hmm. "The Hero," "Hearts Beat Loud." Earlier this year, he did another Netflix film, "All the Bright Places," and beautiful. Matthew, yeah, beautiful film. All of them beautiful mm-hmm. films. Beautiful. And um, Math, Matthew Quick co-wrote it. Um, who also did "The Silver Linings Playbook," which obviously became the Oscar-winning film "Silver Linings Playbook." Right. Um, and, you know, I would just think, you know, working with them would have like is amazing and just all the experiences they've had that you could learn from. But also this cast, which I just think is incredible. Like I mentioned E. crevalo but also Judy Reis, Justina Machado, Carol Burnett, Fred Cheryl Armisen. Burnett. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about. <laughs> you know, what it was like working with all of these heavyweights, both on the acting front, but also, you know, working with um, the director, Brett, and, you know, Matthew behind the scenes.
1: There, there are no words, just how much this cast really came together and mm-hmm. really worked together and was happy to work together. Everyone came on set and was excited to see each other at that 6 a.m. call time, right. you know, at the, bre- at the breakfast trailer. And so I think that's and that, what really resonates in this film is that you can tell every single person was just having the time of their life working on this beautiful film and and to bring this together the story of love and hope and togetherness is just is just outstanding Mm -hmm. so when you when you get to work with you know with people who you know have been in the business for for you know a while and and have some you know beautiful stories on an off screen it's you know it can be intimidating and and but I, I'm telling you, every person was just so lovely and genuine to work with. It, it, it was great because, you know, Brett set us down in the table read and he was telling us, he was like, you know, I want this to be as authentic and as natural as possible. I was mm-hmm. like, I want, I want you guys to be friends. And, and so that resonates on screen. And that's all he had to say, because as soon as that, as soon as he said that everyone had their phones out, we're on a text yeah. thread you know we're, we're sending gifts and memes and and so it was that that part was very easy to to work with some amazing mm-hmm. actor and actresses to really like bring that friendship f- that was formed in real life onto a screen was was very very cool to 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 be a part of and to witness mm-hmm. and then working you know working with Fred I have a one on one scene with Fred that we do for the variety show it was a Shakespeare scene Mm-hmm. So I got, to, I got to go back into, you know, into that theater world and and, mm-hmm. and really dive because Chad is a very, Chad's a very serious actor. He wants, you know, this is what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. He's very passionate about it. Theater, you know, he he loves theater. And so getting to work, you know, with, with Fred on a Shakespeare scene, I, I was like, I don't know which one I'm more worried about, you know, Shakespeare or Fred. <laughs> so, right. so, but you know, Fred and I, we really got to, uh, to step aside and, and, and work, you know, on a scene one-on-one and kind of really riff back and forth of how we wanted to do it, which was again, such a weird sentence to come out of my mouth.
0: <laughs> but definitely. Was there but, anything you learned from Fred by working with him? What was that like one-on-one? Well,
1: one o- just, just the, the, the nuance of, of timing and, mm-hmm. and delivery really just to, to see, just, you can see his, you know, his, um, his head working and, and how it, you know, he reads the scene and how he's going to deliver it. And, and he'll try it a bunch of different ways and just whatever feels natural, he'll, he'll just deliver and then he'll find something and just stick to it and get to a rhythm. So that was really cool to, to really work with him. <clears throat> and cause that's something I need to work on is, is timing and, and delivery. So being able to, to work with him on that and and really take snippets of, you know, some advice that he was giving and stuff, which was really just trust yourself and, and trust the work and and it'll come into fruition. So that was that was really cool.
0: Mm-hmm. And for those who haven't seen it yet or haven't heard about Altogether Now, what is the story of Altogether Now and how does your character sort of fit into that story?
1: Yeah, so Altogether Now is a story about Amber Appleton, who is very involved in her in our community and is a very devoted friend and she she really is a very selfless person. She's always mm-hmm. putting others first and no matter no matter what her situation is and and she has, you know, a, a bit of a tough situation she's living with. And so tragedy strikes and she is the one in turn really needing to be poured into. So it's up to us her community and her friends to really pour into her as much as she has into others. And so it's this beautiful story of just hope and love and and just surrounding yourself together with with a beautiful you know team and family and conquering whatever life throws at you. So it's it's a beautiful diverse film of just everyone in all of these walks of life really coming together for one common goal and that is love and support of someone who really means so much to us.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and um, you play Chad, who is a friend of Amber's. Um, yes. What sort of what what sort of um, role do you play in this story? Your character,
1: yeah. So 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 Chad finds himself in in Amber's circle of friends, and we we see Chad really be able to finally show up and and do his part for Amber, and and really relay that that sense of friendship and just you know ride or die really so we all we all come together and and really be able to to work and do what we can to show up and support her Mm
0: -hmm. so
1: that's that's where we find chad finally being able to to really step up and and return the favor really Mm -hmm. like you were saying positivity and just you know courage to to do so was Again, beautiful to see and and to watch. Yeah, she's very much that bubbly, bubbly person. Lunch, lunch breaks were a lot of fun. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. No, yeah, I bet. That's amazing, though. Night of the Little Mermaid live production on ABC just flew back up and went to work the next morning, just like went, nothing went ever happened
1: and crushed it and crushed it. And so that, that was really I kind of was able to step back and be like, wow, like she is very, you know, dedicated to her craft and and to her projects. And so that's, you know, something that hopefully I, you know, I I would love to be able to say as well. So it was really cool to watch her really flourish and, and really live in her environment that you could really tell that she's very passionate about.
0: You know, I also want to just touch on this story and the message that you, um, mentioned and it's so aspirational i feel like it's such an uplifting message um you know she's obviously going through her own struggles um ellie's character of amber but she has such a support system around her mm-hmm. um, especially with her friends such as um your character of chad it, it must it must seem so timely now during you know this very uncertain time which can be a nightmare for some um having this film come out right now must feel very timely
1: Absolutely. And, and, you know, we were talking the other day, we had a zoom cast of, you know, everybody, we were just all kind of checking in and the very, that very subject got brought up and we were like, wow, what a, what a, what a poignant time Mm -hmm. that we're in for this film to come out, to really show people that we can get, we can get through it together. You know, we're, we're, we're stronger and better as, you know, as an army and as, as you know, a whole together and just, to be able to live and to show that there's hope out there, and also that there's people willing to help and stand in. All you have to do is ask and receive that help. So I think it's a very beautiful time, um, timely, you know, spot for this film to come out to, to show people that you know there's hope out there and there's there's love and and there's support for you, uh, mm-hmm. which I think we all we all need right now in this scary time that we find ourselves.
0: Mm-hmm. Were you able to per- personally connect with Chad or any sort of element in the story that really helped you um, be more naturally integral to the overall dynamic?
1: Yes. I, I've, the similarities between Chad and I, like are, we are both very friend driven and we mm-hmm. love those relationships and we will do anything and everything for the, for those friends in that relationship. Um, I, I'm very much a, uh, my friends are the reason why I'm here today. They've done so much for me and continue mm-hmm. to do so much, um, and and Chad, Chad as well. Um, and so we 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 vary. We're very similar in that aspect, but I will say Chad is a lot cooler than I am. <laughs> he 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 uh, he's got a, he's a little more level headed. I'm kind of spastic and all over the place. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I will say Chad's a, a cool cucumber, if you will.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's a theater kid, just like you were slash are. Right. So it seems pretty right. cool. Both characters. Right. Um, well, that's awesome. And I- I'm sure the reception over this past week has just been so heartwarming. And it- 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 I really do feel like this moment for you is kind of like years in the making. And, you know, it's finally happened. Um, right. So that Thank that's you. really great. I'm, I'm really glad to hear that. Um, Thank you. Well, I want to touch on what's next, because obviously things don't end here, even though this was an amazing experience for you. So next year, you're going to be heading up to Seattle. Um, Granted, hopefully everything, you know, stays on the right track so that you can head up to Seattle for this theater production. Um, The cost of living. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, the theater production is called The Cost of Living. Um, Tell me about this um production how it sort of came to you and your character in the production
1: yeah so um cost of living came to me at the beginning of the year um it is a beautiful beautiful script about um again another message of of having these walls up and, and being guarded and and allowing someone to come in and lower those walls and experience love and 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 allowing yourself to be vulnerable so, Cost of Living. It's a, um, excuse me. It's it's a production uh, of four actors, um, two of which have disabilities, and the other two um, actors do not, and they play caretakers and/or spouse um, to the other character or to the other actors, Excuse me. And so we get to follow these these characters on this journey of really self-exploration and, and finding ourselves again, who we are like internally and allowing people to, to step in and help guide us through that. So the script came to me and I was immediately enthralled. I called my agent, I, di- I did the call or I did the audition, I called my agent. I was like, whatever we need to do to make this happen, we have to, such a beautiful story. And she was like, got it. So I got the call back, so I did the call back and they sent me the script prior to that. And I, and I read it within like an hour. I was I just wow. couldn't put it down. I couldn't put it down. Did did the call back and then didn't hear her for a few days. And so I'm, I'm emailing, I'm texting. I was like, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> and so she finally calls me. She's like, Gerald, you booked it. You got it. Nice. So I was actually already supposed to be in Seattle. We were supposed to, opening night was supposed to be May and we were going to run through july but obviously COVID happened so yeah. all of that you know had been unfortunately has been placed on the back burner but yeah so we're, we're looking to open in seattle spring 2021 i haven't got the full details yet only because okay. i feel like we're all still trying to work you know how how do we do this safely and effectively right. so yeah so tbd on that but I'm, I'm really excited to be in seattle for the first time and be a part of this beautiful production that i think. Is a um, is a message we all really, again, we all really need to hear and and to see,
0: mm-hmm. and for it to be you know this production where you're only working with three other actors, it's just mm-hmm. four of you in total. This 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 will be such an intimate experience, I bet something that you haven't really experienced oh, yeah. before. So that's so exciting. Yeah,
1: it's going to be really intimate. It's going to be. Like, again, it's going to be another challenge because we split the stage into in yeah. my apartment and, and the other actress's apartment, and we don't ever really leave that realm. So you're really getting an inside look of what these people live live on, I think, in a, in a two to three day span. And so you're really stepping into to this scene, into this world of, of how these people live on a day to day and how we need care and love and guidance to to get us through these times so it's it's going to be very it's going to be very interesting i'm really excited to work with the director and and uh kind of get our hands dirty and and see how we can pull this off i'm excited Mm -hmm.
0: spring 2021 hopefully all goes according to plan and there's no more pushback um absolutely yeah um so i have one last question before we um and things. I, I just want to know if there's anything else on the horizon for you besides the cost of living. Is there anything sort of that's still coming your way that you're reading that seem like could be possibilities once this is all over?
1: I did. Uh, there are a couple projects that I just did um, auditions for that yeah. I think that I that I think could be possibilities. Again, everyone's still trying to work. What's this new life look like, you know, in, in the midst of COVID, with production and stuff. So there's a couple things in, in the works that I can't really give out right now. Yeah. yeah. But um, again, again, I'm excited and, and, you know, hopefully to say um, down the road that Netflix will be, I'll be a part of the Netflix family again. So thoughts, prayers, all, all oh, of the okay. good vibes on, That's on that That's a little
0: OK, that's that's awesome. That, that's that definitely yeah. Cough, 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 wink, wink. Um, but th- that's great that, you know, you've been able to keep yourself busy and still do auditions mm-hmm. and that it, it seems like there is a glimmer of a light at the end of this uncertain. Title. Absolutely. Awesome.
1: Absolutely. And I, I feel like, you know, as we start to reopen uh, more and more people, you know, because right now it's it's the audition process. It's a lot of self tapes right. and, and acting sessions via Zoom. So it's a lot of it's still a lot of work from home. Type base, you know, tearing my living room down, you know, three or four times a week as Mm -hmm. as a studio, you know, right? Uh, I'm probably driving my roommate crazy at this point, but you know, you got to do what you got to do, and um, and and I think, you know, I think that's what everyone's really anxious to do is to to really get back and to kind of see how we're going to navigate things. So, a lot of uh, a lot of good things and a lot of you know thoughts and prayers as everyone stays safe. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited.
0: Yeah. And I feel like in the aftermath of Altogether Now, there will be, or maybe there already, you feel like are opportunities coming your way that wouldn't have otherwise if Altogether Now wasn't something in your life. So.
1: Absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. This this has, you know, has been an experience for me that I will never forget. So just, just to have that is enough. And if anything else doesn't come after that, just to be able to say I was on a beautiful project and, and to work with some amazing, talented cast and crew, I am I am more than happy with that. So it's it's been exciting. It's been it's been a, a journey, and I think you know this is just the beginning, like we said. So I'm I'm excited to see how it plays out.
0: Just the beginning. Well, we're excited to see what's next for you, um, Gerald. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Yes,
1: thank you, Max, for the time and 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 allowing me to be on the show and and chit chat me for a little bit. So I really appreciate it, man.
0: Thanks so much for tuning in. Please take a moment to subscribe to The Hollywood Podcast for free on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Max Geshwind. Thanks for listening.